Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We are back. We're back. It's almost the new year. Oh my, wait, no, I was about to say, by the time they hear this, it'll be the new year, but it's not. It'll be just at the end. Um, but we're back. Oh yeah, it'll be de- December 30th. <gasps> oh, one of the last days of Armageddon. I know. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. How are you doing, Lauren? Oh my God, it's yesterday was Christmas. <laughs> happy, merry belated Christmas, Lauren. <laughs> merry belated Christmas. Um, happy Kwanzaa. You know, Sonique and I love the Kwanzaa. Love the Kwans. We're big Kwanzaa fans. Love a Kwans moment. Mm -hmm. I'm really into Kwans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's so rude. (laughs) Yeah. How are are you doing? How did you... So how did the holiday go for you? Um, I think I mentioned it last week. Holidays are hard here. And I think every year I'm like, oh, like... I have, like, some fun things planned. It'll be nice. Like, it'll be a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. And then it comes, and I'm like, shit, I'm sad. <laughs> and then I kind of just am in a down Aww. mood. Like, the kind of, like, off time. So it was, like, the weekend. Um, so I at least, like, didn't have to go to work. I can just, like, <laughs> be sad at yeah, home in sweatpants, you know? Um mm. But it was it was good. Like I um like did some Christmassy things with some friends here. Um and yeah, talked to my family and everything, so that was nice. Um but yeah, I feel like um waking up <laughs> I honestly it's probably a good thing that we were recording because I was about to stay in bed all day today, which is probably not a good thing. So I'm happy to be talking with you, Sadiq, and hanging out with you, listener. Mm. Um, But yeah, this year was like, I don't know. It it literally happens every year, and I think it's not going to. And I'm like, oh, the holiday blues are here to stay. Um, But otherwise, it's good. That's understandable. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm glad that it's over now so I can like, (laughs) like, just like be... Like it's not it's not the Christmas time, so but something to look forward to is that I have my long um winter break coming up in the next few weeks. So that's really nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Do you have anything special planned for that? <laughs> no. Um no. So I like I as I mentioned, I moved into a new apartment. So that was my like big, you know gift to myself and that's where most of my money went so i'm just gonna be staying usually Uh, usually it's a big traveling time (laughs) but um you uh traveling outside of china is very difficult now just because um it's very difficult to get back in um so Mm -hmm. i'll just be staying probably in the city that i live in beijing um uh there's a lot of hot springs and like spas here um Hot springs are, like, basically outdoor hot tub, like, water parks for adults, and it's really nice. Um, So I plan on hitting up some of those, um, drinking, relaxing, and eating all the food, um, and having, like, a staycation in my city. So I'm excited about that. Um, And not working. So... (laughs) 
That sounds really pleasant, though. It does. Like, yeah. I like that. Um, so, Sonique, how was your Christmas and your holiday season this past week? Yes. Um, it was okay. We decided to... So, we kind of went all out for Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Last month. In terms of, like, not... We didn't go anywhere. But, like, in terms of, like, oh, okay, we're going to make, like, a really big, delicious meal. Yeah. And, like, we got dressed. And, like, we really, like, you know, <laughs> did virtual holiday call with the family and stuff. So, it was fun. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, it's like our first big holiday during quarantine. We're going to like really do it. And I think initially we had planned to do the same thing. By last week, both of us were just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dog. Like, I, <laughs> I forgot to get him a gift. He forgot to get me a gift. And I was like, I we're not doing it. Like, can we just have a very low-key Christmas? And yeah. I think a lot of it's because, I mean, Evan works a lot mm-hmm. and wanted to just like chill. Um I like I told you I have a lot of like deadlines and stuff mm-hmm. coming up for some stuff I'm submitting so I've just been kind of like hold up writing tons that I'm just not wasn't in the mood yeah. for you know a big Christmas like to do which isn't to say that I wasn't excited about Christmas just like eh, I don't really feel like having to do like the the gift stuff and then like this thing and that thing it all kind of snuck up on us so we decided to um a friend of mine who is Jewish called it our Jewish Christmas. Yeah. I described it to her. I was like, oh, we're just planning on like ordering. We're going to get some Chinese food and like watch movies. And she's like, Jewish Christmas. You're doing Jewish Christmas. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. So that was nice. We ordered a shit ton of Chinese takeout and then just like watched movies and like Christmas specials from TV shows like all day. Like we started off with the British Great British Bake Off, but the one with the girls from Dairy Girls like yes. did a episode and that, that was cute and then we watched um betty hana christmas mm-hmm. um from the office and then we just like watched like a bunch of movies for the rest of the day which was that's, nice that's the best yeah i i'm an advocate um listener obviously the time has passed next year i think i i'm an advocate for low effort holidays mm-hmm. um that don't require a lot of like obligations so I mean, I'm sure this won't happen next year because, God willing, vaccine has been rolled out and people probably will want to spend the holidays with their families. But if you don't, I highly recommend just, like, getting takeout and chilling. We gave uh, the our delivery person, like, a fat tip. Yeah. They're like, hey, you're delivering on Christmas. Like, boom. I think, like, Evan tipped him, like, 30-something dollars. It was like, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Had a lovely day. We actually just finished our leftovers today. Like just now. I just finished the general session. I mean, <laughs> that's that's how you do it. That is exactly how mm-hmm. you do it. It was chill, man. Exactly. Exactly. Also, speaking of vaccines, my dad got the vaccine this week. Yay! I know. How is he doing? He's has fine. he has he grown like an arm or anything? Anything like He's- any mutant powers happen? No, uh, we also <laughs> also we're, we're post we're post uh, December twenty first. Um, the speaking uh, <laughs> speaking of our magical Negroes we talked about last week. Um, oh yeah, did you get any magical Negro powers on December twenty first? Um, I well, I know for a fact that um, I farted myself awake that morning. <laughs> I wish I was kidding, but like I farted my, I literally farted myself. Oh my god! So, 
Listen. So like Listen. super, I had I got like some like super flash powers. So that was me. <laughs> Look at you. Look yeah. at you. That's like my thing. I'm <laughs> turbo farts. Yes. Listener, if you didn't know, um, there is a explosion on black Twitter that um, some girl who became like famous overnight. But also turned out to be like an anti-vaxxer like hotep. And it's of like, course oh, she was. fuck. Of course <laughs> yeah. she was. I did not know like, that fact. She she was out here literally being like like legitimately like hey black people the planets and stars are aligning on this day we are all yeah, about great to get conjunction. some superpowers when we wake up on December twenty first and like it was like kind of a joke but then a lot of people were like wait but like but like what if it happens <laughs> and and that's so, when like the greatest honestly I think the greatest day in Twitter happened that oh, day because yes. it was so fucking funny <laughs> the the internet exploded and i am so happy for it it made my day yeah i someone um after i think the day after that happened i've been off of twitter a few days now actually no, i've been, I've been mm. back on but i've been kind of on and off because like i need to take a break but before i took my break i was mm-hmm. definitely on it for that a day later this woman i think i think she was inspired by what happened um on twitter that day and she was like yo like we're black black people are so funny like have we always been this funny like do you think people were like in the plantations like laughing i'm like i was like yes girl like what you think why you think we're so funny Mm -hmm. and people were like yes absolutely like fuck yeah people were out there probably getting theirs probably saw the overseer (laughs) shit himself dressed all in white on his horse Mm -hmm. and it had to stifle their laughter and then gave him a nickname like of course people were laughing like of course it's the most human thing but i was like it made me feel some type of way because like yeah like black people really the fact that twitter exists is really just because of black people because black twitter really keeps that god awful uh (laughs) hell site afloat truly and it keeps entertaining i mean exactly i mean that's why the funniest people the funniest comedians, the funniest, like, people that can, the funniest people, period, are always people that, like, go through shit, because it makes yeah. you funnier. Yes, it makes you funnier. Like, it, it's it's not a, a love and a good trade-off. I think most people, mm-hmm. most oppressed people would prefer being <laughs> unfunny and not harmed, but the reality <laughs> is that, like, that's where that humor comes from. I mean, like, I was talking to Evan about that, like, black people, I mean, you see that with, um, like, Jewish comedians too, like post World mm-hmm. War Two, and like the the kind of the the boom of stand up co- comedy, and like you yeah. know the sixties and stuff. Like, yeah, a lot of it was kind of born out of that same culture of like, I don't know, it's like people always after us, so we just kind of make jokes about it. And <laughs> exactly. Like, what I'm saying is that black people and Jewish people need to unite and just make like beautiful comedy together because it would be the best yes. in the world. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I was trying to think of a way to segue into Degrassi, but I couldn't think of anything. Well, speaking of Jewish <laughs> and black duos, Scooter and Barty, maybe. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> Iconic. Bartholomew Bond is has a Jewish parent. Yeah, probably. He most 
Definitely. Most definitely. He is one of the chosen, one of the chosen people by God, for oh, sure. Of course. I, I, I get that vibe from him. It's why he's so confident. Like, he's just like, I got God on my side. He, <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's like, I can do anything. Um, okay, this episode, okay, let me just, we'll talk about it. That's what we're here for. Okay. Season one, we we're did season one, episode 12, Natural Attraction, air date, January 23rd, 1990. Synopsis. When Erica starts seeing a new boy, it frightens Heather. One abortion was bad enough, but what if she goes too far again? <laughs> Lauren, I hated this episode. <laughs> I I loved it except for um, Heather. <laughs> You loved I it? Loved it. I, I I mean I love I love a teen dance. It, you do love a dance episode, but I'm happy you liked it because mm-hmm. it'll make for a better conversation. Cause I was like, I wonder how Lauren felt about this episode. <laughs> um, I loved it, but every time like Heather popped up, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, get the fuck out of here, Heather. Stop. Just Heather, stop. if you don't get off of my screen. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my screen, get out of Erica's life. Just like please stop. Yeah. Codependency is real. So, oh, perfect word. Codependent, like, Heather is, and you know, I, I've liked the twins. Like, when they started yeah. giving the twins character and they weren't just like, Lucy, what happened? Oh my God, Spike's pregnant. Ah, <laughs> and just like repeating plot points. Yeah. I love the twins. And I liked Heather, even though Heather is kind of like a stick in the mud. I still likable character. And then this episode right. happened, and I was like, we'll get into it. I, I think they it was a terrible misstep, this plot line with Heather and Erica. But whatever. Um, I, I thought- So we get our cold I open. That, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I yeah, I just think that the the everything outside of their, um, like- outside of outside of Heather's mind, the entire episode was very happy and like go lucky. <laughs> like You're in right. mind, it was and it's so mm-hmm. just very like the, the difference was so stark and I'm like, oh, I just I can't that, like let me I, feel one way or the other. And you know, that might contribute to why I didn't like it because it felt too much like like I feel like the A plot for this like should have been a zit remedy a plot or something a little like lighter to kind of match yeah. everything else because then you have these super heavy a plot and the b and c plots are very light and also follow two four characters that are like third tier characters into grassy oh it's like God. it's so weird it was a weird episode <laughs> very like weird. you really did an episode that gave scoots and barty and also amy and allison storylines like <laughs> in one episode <laughs> What? They cannot carry it. They can't do it. No. It was too much going on at once, for sure. They do not have the range. We'll be back after a quick break. Um, We get our cold open and the twins are sleeping. At first, it appears that um, I thought it was Erica that was tossing and turning. Yeah, Over I couldn't nightmare. tell who was who. 
Yeah, it was, like, too dark. And, like, there's a lot of curls just, like, flinging around. I was, like, <laughs> I'm not sure which twin this is. I was, like, I, I assumed it was Erica because she was having dreams about an abortion. You know, the uh-huh. person who went through the, the thing, I thought she was, I was like, oh, Erica's, yeah. like, dreaming about her abortion. You know, that creepy old lady who's, like, don't kill your baby. With, like, <laughs> that little fucked up fetus. <laughs> Oh my Doll. god. Oh god, that woman is sick. Um and but no. Wake up and it's actually Heather having the nightmare. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe that's like they were kind of maybe they did that on purpose where they're like, Oh, it's you're supposed to think it's Erica, and then you're like, wait, why yeah. is Heather having this dream? Yeah. Yeah, it was real bait and switch. <laughs> and I think that the, the writers felt like, oh, gotcha. And then they never really do a good job at really justifying it. So I'm like, why did this – basically, this this whole time I was like, why is this happening? Like, this is so unnecessary. Yeah, and it, and it never – and I think, I think maybe that's the point. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's the point where it's just like, Heather, like <laughs> – like, this is, yes, you can feel something about it, but, like, it should not be this life-altering for you. you it know? really shouldn't. Especially when Erica is, like, doing hot girl shit. Like, <laughs> Erica's out here doing can't talk to hot girl shit, and you over here having PTSD? Mama, what? Girl. Why? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Oh my god! Like, talk about the twins being true opposites. It's like, yeah, literally, Erica's having the best time of her life, and Heather is traumatized for no reason. Um, exactly. Uh, but in our first scene, official scene, um, we're at school, and Lucy, Alexa, and Heather are all trying to study, but Lucy and Alexa are just like goofing. Off. I this is so accurate. I I totally remember being in school, and like you're trying to be serious, and your friends are like. Just doing the most. Like, y'all, like, come on. Like, we're trying to, like, fucking figure this shit out. And everyone's just like, kiki kiki. It's so annoying. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's no such thing as, like, a study group with friends. Like, that That Mm-mm. literally doesn't exist. Like, if you, it, I mean, if you in college were like, let's all, like, get together and, like, go to the library and, like, get a table together. You're not actually planning on studying or getting anything done. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not the goal. I distinctly remember this group when I was in college. They were in my program. They were like a bunch of friends and they were very obnoxious because they were all like hipsters. And um, <laughs> and this is like early 2010s-ish. So like it's peak mm-hmm. hipster. And they were like – they would always talk about how like, oh my god, we spend hours in the library. But they would all go together. And I was like, you spend so much time in the library because you guys aren't actually doing yeah. the studying. And I know this because I, since I would run into them and be like, oh, hey, guys – and they were like studying, but it was like y'all dead ass just playing around. And you're like, oh my god, like you spent yeah. hours on this on our work. And I'm like, you didn't. Like you spent maybe a solid <laughs> twenty minutes of good uninterrupted work. The rest of the time, y'all yeah. were just like fucking around. But yeah, okay, sis, like go get yourself a little study <laughs> room by yourself. I mean, I never exactly. did study groups. They always just like I'd find a little booth. Yeah, I can't do get it. Get my headphones on. Yeah, I get distracted easily. I would like just kind of hold myself in. And, like, do my thing because I could not handle it. Um, But, yeah, the girls are goofing off. And they notice that Erica is talking to a hunk. Um, He's a new kid. (laughs) Quote, unquote, hunk. (laughs) The very 90s. Like, oh, my God, who's that hunk? Very 90s. Like, what? Now we say himbo. Like, oh, my God, who's that himbo? Wait, what's that? 
Oh, you know what a himbo is? Girl, no. What's that? <laughs> himbo is like, it's like a male bimbo, basically, but it's like a really oh. hot man who's also like an idiot himbo. <laughs> but I like, love that. Himbo, I feel like this year, himbo really had a resurgence. It's been around for a while, but like in like the Twitter discourse, because someone tried to be like, yeah. oh, it's problematic to like have sex with himbos because they don't have the IQ for it to like consent. And it was like, bitch, stop it. He's a big <laughs> dumb dumb. Shut up. Like, <laughs> y'all really be on some shit on Twitter. I have had sex with himbo before and it was. Oh, we all have. It was okay. It wasn't good. He just was nice to look at, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like... Did I ever tell you about him? He was this guy like, the National Guards or something, or, like, some armed forces light bullshit. And he, like... Yeah. <laughs> he came into my, like, bedroom, and I had some books on my bookshelf. They're, like, five books. Mm-hmm. And he was like, whoa, you read all these books? I was like, <laughs> He was so dumb, but he was so cute. <laughs> just like... Just like we said, people that are oppressed are funnier. People that are, like just not as good looking like have to work harder at sex and it yeah, makes I grew for up, better sex. i grew up ugly and don't mean to bribe <laughs> listener but like pretty good lay <laughs> <laughs> i'm like not too bad in the sack if you catch my drift okay not not to brag <laughs> listener but i will like ruin your life <laughs> <laughs> but like in the hot way in like the hottest way possible <laughs> And the hot girl shit, you know? Yeah, hot girl shit. Speaking of which, um, that's exactly what Erica is doing um, Mm -hmm. with this guy, Blaine, who is new to the school. He's in grade 11. And there's a lot of informed hotness because this Blaine guy was like, okay, looking. They were like, oh, my God, like swooning. And I'm like, he's just tall, ladies. (laughs) Like. He's he's tall. He has, I mean, it's peak peak 80s, like early 90s, like hot guy name is definitely Blaine. Like, oh, yeah. Like, probably, like, that's, like, a rich boy name, too. And mm-hmm. he, he's has how he has a car, car. too. He, he has a car. He's tall. He's he's nice, which, which, in high school terms, probably means that, like, he acknowledges her in the hallway. Yeah, he like, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't, name. like, ignore her in front of his friends. Like, he <laughs> remembers so her name. nice. <laughs> <laughs> The bar is in hell when you're in high school. Yeah. And it gets lower, ladies. Yep. And it, just, <laughs> it just gets lower and lower. Um, yeah, so the bell rings, and um, when Blaine and Erica, like, part the girls, they're so thirsty. They're, like, all running. Like, oh, my God, like, oh, my God, who's that? And, like, you know, like, hens just, like, like, they're really, like, hype. And, like, that's literally – Lucy and Alexa are just that the whole episode. There's, like, two little chickadees. And um, everyone's excited except for Heather, who's just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> Heather makes like, the oh. ugliest like frown faces the whole episode. She's like, mm. <laughs> you know who Heather is? And sneak, I feel like you're gonna appreciate this because I don't make horror movie references. Um, but <laughs> Heather is Carrie's mom from <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> but yeah, she's just like, <laughs> she's like, oh, first comes the blood, then comes the boys. Just like <laughs> doing the fucking most. And it's like, ma, I don't want to go into my prayer closet. Leave me alone. 
Like, <laughs> Heather is, is just going full on, like, this, this, this equals death. You need to stop right here. And it's like, Ma, I'm literally just said hello to a boy. Calm, calm your tits. Okay. Like, I, I go, she goes out to the dance and her mom's like, Red. I knew I should have known you'd pick red. And she's like, it's literally blight pink mom. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to get your eyes checked if you think this is red I'm sporting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm wearing a baby like blush. Like you're doing a lot. This is a blush pink at most. I can see your dirty pillows. Okay, um, enough of that. <laughs> I feel like I can only quote three lines from that movie before like Stephen King can sue me. It just pops out. <laughs> yeah. Stephen King just like appears in my window. Just like I'm like ah. <laughs> it's like it, it's Bloody Mary. Instead of saying Bloody Mary, you just have to quote Carrie three times, and he just appears. And he's just like there and sues you mm-hmm. for lots of money. Um, but after class, um, okay, so this is our first nothing B plot. But Lauren loved it. This, this is her favorite episode, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Second to none only than season's greetings. Lauren is like this is the best piece of television i've ever witnessed um (laughs) (laughs) after class tessa is like staring longingly at i couldn't tell but it's scooter because she's looking at there's two of them is she looking at scooter or barty i don't know but she's like staring. i think think it's implied where it's like no one's looking at barty that way you know yeah scoots is a little cute eh? like barty he's barty will grow up and make lots of money and then girls will look. he will be very rich someday yes Yes. he's got a briefcase already yeah, Bar- Barty is basically just, like, a future Elon Musk. Like, you're not attractive, and you're kind of an asshole, but, like, you're so rich. Exactly. And you'll get Grimes pregnant. Um, So, she's staring at them, and Dorothy shows up. And I guess Dorothy is just, like, she and Tess are, like, best friends, apparently. <laughs> I've never, I mean, I've never seen them talk to each other, and she's like, hey, girl, like, what's the tea? Like, <laughs> Dorothy... Dorothy Dorothy is Heather. Dorothy is is Heather in the Tessa Dorothy relationship and she is way too invested and way too involved and uh, I, yeah. I also don't understand why Tessa and Dorothy would be friends. I also don't especially because we've seen Dorothy hang out with that other little girl. She's I think she's Asian. I think they were trying to do kind yeah. of like a yik Arthur thing, but like with girls, and I don't know what happened yeah. to her little Asian friend, but now she's friends with Tessa, so you know, representation in the 90s wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, Dorothy <laughs> encourages Tessa to ask Scooter out because she's like, Hey, like, wake up and smell the coffee, it's a 90s queen, like, we're we're asking boys out now, okay? Have you gotten the message? That was, have you gotten the facts? That <laughs> 90s. <laughs> Have you? Did you get that? Did you not get the facts? Come on. <laughs> you have to. I told you, like, it's why I bought you the fax machine so I can fax you and then you can get all of the the 411. What's the 411? Oh my God. Like, fucking Tessa, wake up. <laughs> I know. I also, this added to the Canadian 90s because, like, this was such a thing that they would say all the time in 90s things. They're like, it's the 90s. Like, it's time to change things up. Like, we're women in the 90s. And it's like, what does that mean? What, like... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting because, okay, so we kind of do it today. Like, if somebody's doing something super backwards, we'd be like, bro, it's like 2020. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I get That's that. True. But I don't, we definitely, but we don't say it in, like, it's 
2020. Like, this is like the dawn of a new age. It's more like, oh, it's just like we acknowledge that, hey, aren't we a little bit far removed from that kind of thinking? And it makes me yeah. wonder, do you think people in like the 20, like the 1920s would say shit like that? Do you think women were like, like, ah, ah, Beatrice, wake up. It's the 20s. Like, we can vote now, girlfriend. <laughs> like, do you think they were like <laughs> saying like that? Like, what's that? Still wearing a corset. Most definitely. Still wearing a corset, B. It's the 20s. <laughs> I I'm I so sorry for that voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's spot on. It's spot on. That they, they just did that like constantly while dancing the Charleston. Like they're just like doing it constantly. Like, come on, uh, hike that hemline up, girl. It's 1924. <laughs> Time to show them our knees. And then they start like doing well, flappers. <laughs> We're flappers. Flappers. See, and she starts like doing that little like knee, the little like thing where they cross their arms. <laughs> yep. Like yep. with their knees. I don't fucking know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. Um, but yes, because there's going to be a dance tomorrow night because it's the grassy. And like, when is there? This school has so oh many God. dances. And it gets worse throughout the many iterations of the grassy. I swear <laughs> to God, in Next Gen, they had a, a, there's a dance episode at least six per season. Like, there's dances of the yep. wazoo. Yeah, that's why that's why these kids be just going crazy. Cause like, cause again, we had dances like twice a year, maybe, maybe not even like really just once, once a, a year, like, yeah, once a year. But like that was like the 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 moment of the year. Like it was this biggest like because again, like it's the biggest moment of your life where it's like, oh my gosh, like that's when like school boys girls romance like it all just like comes together one night anything can happen at the dance you know anything can happen on that sweaty ass dance floor Mm. yes and and so the fact that it happens like literally all the time at Degrassi this is why they're they're fucking crazy like they're just all over the place like they have too much free time breaking up and they have too much free time (laughs) too much too much time to like like make something happen with the opposite sex and it's happening too often and they don't know what to do. No, they don't. All these hormones and you're just like, hey, I know. Every two weeks, let's put them in a room together and put on some sexy music and then have them gyrate. Like, no. Like, this school is already starting to see a pregnancy problem with students. Like, we need to stop. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Dorothy like kind of drags Tessa over and asks the boys if they're going to the dance. <laughs> And Barty's like, no, we're staying home to watch a documentary about turtles. I'm like, you fucking loser. <laughs> and Scooter's like, as like they leave, Scooter's like, have you ever noticed that Tessa has changed? And I was like, she got tits? Like, what are you talking about, Scooter? And it just cuts off very abruptly. And I'm like. <laughs> well, they zo- like as, I think right before they say it or as he's saying it, they like zoom in on the two of them walking away, Tessa and Dorothy. And you can see that Tessa has a butt now. Like. She's like wearing a tight. They were showing. Skirt. They were showing Tessa's little butt. Yeah, and so Scooter's like, "Have wow. you noticed that? Like had, that Tessa's changed." <laughs> and then Barty goes, "No, she was wearing those clothes in class." It's like, oh, Barty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I, Barty. I did not catch what he was talking about, but okay. I mean, yeah, still body parts. Yeah, but you know, it's it is weird because be co- be, knowing what happens to Tessa Campanelli in mm-hmm. Degrassi High. Like, we've been watching Tessa be a fetus this whole time, and it's been really, like, it's left me unsoothed, because I'm like, I know Tessa's gonna, like, slut it up eventually, and 
she still looks like they're a very small child. Sexual- and, like, are we yeah, starting to sex her up the now? sexualization of her very early. Yeah, and she looks so, like, I don't know how, how old are Scooter and them supposed to be? Well, I know Scooter skipped a grade, so he actually is <clears> younger <throat> than everyone else. But, like, are they, like, like a, 14? Like freshman. So, are they, like, 14-ish? Okay. Because I'm trying to think how... I think if, as freshmen, we were probably 14. Yeah, we were 14. I guess I guess I'm saying this because... So um, I think Degrassi did some, some funny math with the ages. In that, like, mm-hmm. people are ages that they probably shouldn't be. But I think for the sake of storytelling, okay. they kind of had to change it. So it just feels <clears throat> weird. I don't know how old anybody is on this show, honestly. Um, but... <laughs> Heather is later. Heather is trying to study with Erica, but Erica is staring at Blaine, and um, mm-hmm. Heather reminds she's like, "Oh, like she's like, oh, like you know, talking about how cute he is." Da, da, da. And Heather's like, "Well, I know why because he looks like Jason." And Heather and Erica's like, "Oh yeah, like you know, Jason, the guy who got Erica pregnant in the over summer," and mm-hmm. Heather's just being a real bitch about it and just like. Oh, like you're gonna do this again? Like, just it's, it's her whole the whole theme of the episode is Heather just trying to guilt Erica and not dating Blade because she's like, um, didn't you like have an abortion like yeah. just this year? Like she's like being really <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, everything <clears throat> it it's kind of it kind of escalates where like she eventually like yells it at at Erica like like this is what's gonna happen again if you don't like stop being a sexual being you know and uh it's yeah it's it's very weird because because i think again erica obviously you know erica has gone through things but you know she's like she's a teenager she wants to talk and meet other boys and like do hot girl shit as we said yeah and It's just like Erica or Heather is consistently just like being like, well, remember Jason? Remember what happened with Jason? And it's like, yeah, but like, just yeah, like, I think, yeah, I, mean, I think, I think Erica remembers. Be. I think Erica remembers her abortion. <laughs> like, her abortion, just let's not maybe, forget, she's bullied about it. Like, I think Erica remembers it. Mm-hmm. And we find out later on that it's been nine months. So it's not like this mm-hmm. is fresh. This is, it's been almost a year. I'm like, yeah, I think Erica is where she ought to be, which is, I'd be concerned if she was still very, like, afraid of dating and exactly. stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, she, like, the, 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 you know, I think this is my issue. One of my many issues with this episode is that we don't do enough at correcting Heather in her yes. basically attempt of trying to define Erica by this one occurrence in her life. And the reality is that, like, it's it's a major part of her teenage life. I'm sure it will, you know – if this were a real person, this would change her in some ways, or like affect her. Not not change for yeah. good or bad, just affect her yeah, because affect we her, see yeah. it affecting her. But it doesn't define her. It doesn't define her. Like, yeah. and I think Heather so badly <laughs> wants this thing to like be Erica's thing. Like, you had an abortion, and now like you can't you can't even look at a guy until you get married. And don't even ask me how you're getting married to someone you never looked at before. Don't ask me questions, but that's like all you can, it's like, it's like you have to like atone for what you did. And it's like, girl, like get a grip. Like, yeah. And I think, (laughs) um, (laughs) very much get a grip. I think also, cause I think, I don't even know, maybe shared trauma is maybe a correct term. And I think there's, well, number one, they're twins. I think that like, 
twin dynamics are so like they can be very weird not weird they can be weird but they <laughs> can just like what something that would happen between like you know like maybe like between two friends or two sisters it's very different when it happens to two twins yeah and so and so but the the kind of shared trauma that heather seems to be like holding on to and like won't let go and so it's like it's like this very weird thing that like i feel like she obviously she again she didn't get the abortion yet she was there for her sister um but like at the end of the day like nothing really happened to you like it happened to your sister and Mm -hmm. like and (laughs) like it's almost like heather like like wants to hold on to that like trauma that yes she was you know Mm -hmm. there you know heather there was some degree of trauma that heather experienced right she's having nightmares about it but this at the end of the day like it wasn't really her trauma it was her sisters that she's like weird not weirdly i mean like i for whatever reason she's holding on to it and but you know i think i think it is i think it is weird like (laughs) like i i get what you're saying i I definitely i definitely agree with like all of what you're saying because that makes sense and i think if anything i love that you bring that up because it kind of reminds me of one of the first like issues the twins had was like that heather is kind of like holding on to like we're it's a twin thing we're twins and erica being like I'm my own person. Like, I don't want to dress alike. I want to do my own thing. Like, when they got mono or whatever and <laughs> pretended like they had AIDS, but they had mono and it's like everyone for that. But, um, yeah, like, that's everyone a, that's knows a, that silk is good for a sore throat. I was like, do they? Okay. Like, but no, but to your point, though, I think it, it, it kind of is a, 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 a continuation of that, of like Heather, like, I think when it boils down to it, and Heather says it later that like, oh, you know, and I believe it. Like, if she's someone who truly believes that abortion is murder, then I could understand why she would feel like an accessory to that, even though I don't think that's true. But that's what she believes. Mm -hmm. But I think it's deeper than that. And I think that the the writers miss a chance. I think that – follow me on this journey. It frustrates me that I feel like we – we had made a, a really great leaps and bounds with Heather in that her sister has this abortion she, or is going to have this abortion. She's not supportive of it initially, but then recognizes that, hey, part of growing up is just being there for the people you love, even if you don't always agree with them. Right. And I think that was a great message that Degrassi did. I think that they were trying to have their cake and eat it too with this storyline of like, oh, but we need to ha- we'd love to have a story where someone feels guilty about this abortion, so let's make it Heather. Mm-hmm. And I'm like – okay but they missed an opportunity to do the thing which is we already know that heather is kind of codependent with erica like you said and like she they are the twins we do things together i wish they had Uh dove in deeper and it's like it really has less to do about the abortion being wrong on heather's part and more to do with the fact that erica is is moving ahead of you erica's had sex erica dates erica's living her life and heather so badly wants to just be like the twins that even erica's Mm -hmm. trauma is like it's our (laughs) it's our trauma erica how can you move on it's like we're not we experience things together i understand ever having negative feelings about it but it's kind of deranged that she's now like treating it like it was her abortion it's like no it was your sister's abortion you were just there you need to separate yourself from your sister. This is not healthy. <laughs> yes. Erica you, needs to like said it go so to college perfectly. in Vancouver 
Like, she needs to go across the country and get away from her sister because yes. Heather is, like, fucking psychotic <laughs> in this episode. And it's yes. so weird. <laughs> it It is very, very weird. And... And yeah, I think I think you mentioned earlier they didn't do a good job of like blatantly like correcting it because mm-hmm. like that's that's sometimes like what Degrassi does like they like do a good job of being like oh okay like you know because again like where it's like they'll paint the picture of like this is you know this is codependency like this isn't good that Heather is is doing and saying and feeling or you know she's feeling those things but like the, the we need to recognize and acknowledge that like this is not it's really not healthy. healthy and you need to <laughs> correct it and they. <laughs> they didn't do a very good job of like blatantly being like this is weird like it, it was kind of like being like look oh look heather like she feels guilt for her sister's abortion mm, isn't that sad <laughs> it's like no like we need to we need to yeah, correct that's like, this that's this is not, not okay. normal yeah it's like yeah it's yeah i mean we'll dive into it deeper but i i'm so glad we discussed it yeah. now i'm glad that we're on the same page because like what <laughs> fuck is this um but uh meanwhile in the cafeteria though um amy and allison again third rate characters are rating guys they're rating (laughs) wheels as butt um because they like his tight jeans tight ass and tight ass jeans boy like (laughs) you thought wheels would learn his lesson dressing like that you how you seduced Mm -hmm. heather it's like such as like a slut wheels (laughs) (laughs) oh Gosh, if you wouldn't just wear those clothes, you wouldn't get harassed. Jeez. Yeah, wheels. <laughs> don't let anyone talk about your ass. Don't show it up. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could. Um, Amy teases Allison about liking Snake. And Allison's like, ew, no. Like, whatever. It's like, I like Snake, but Snake, like, didn't give me time of day. It's like, fuck him. Like, I'm, I've moved on. And um, she's like, whatever, classic. girl. Like, cl- classic girl. And like, bitch, you're lying. <laughs> you are so lying. But, um... No one has invited the two girls to the dance. And, um, okay, so I I cheated and I looked at the YouTube comments. Just, like, a quick little, like, dip. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. I was so No, go ahead. Because I was, I was just thinking of a comment. Someone said, like, it's so weird how Amy and Allison are supposed to be, like, the hot girls. But we only ever see them talk to each other. And, like, no one cares about them. But they're, like, the hot popular girls that never have dates. And only yes. talk Let's to go one ahead and read. <laughs> Let me go ahead and read that comment because that was one of the ones I highlighted because it was so it was such a good one. <laughs> All right, so our our Armin from two years ago says Amy and Allison are the most random characters in this show. <laughs> They're supposed to be the hotties of the school, yet they have no other friends, no popularity, and no real status. In real life, the entire school usually revolves around the hotties. Very curious to know what the intention of the writers were with these two. <laughs> Which I love. But it's I so love it. true because it's like, wait. Amy and Allison, you guys are like the hot, like they, they they fashion themselves as like the hot girls. And like you don't have, you don't have dates the day before the dance. Like I feel like, <laughs> like I feel like they're almost like if they took Stephanie K and split them into two. And Stephanie K always like pulled. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you guys struggling? Um, but uh, Allison's like, I'm gonna ask Unibrow, also known as Nick, um, to take me. Like I'm gonna get him to take me. And I was like, why? Also, doesn't he date the the peanut butter girl? <laughs> Oh, I, I was like trying to remember where we had seen him before. They were kissing. Yes. Remember, like when he Kathleen was... flipped out on them at the locker because yes. they were kissing at her locker, and Kathleen yes rocked their shit. 
I forgot about that. There must have been some sort of blow up or they're in an open relationship. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're like really progressive. They're like the Nick, the Will and Jada of Degrassi High and they're just like, don't Most ask, don't tell. Definitely. The, what is entanglement thing called? With the, <laughs> entanglement, yes. They're, they're just having like all these entanglements. entanglements. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Peanut Butter Girl is like, I'm calling myself to the table. It's like, no one asked you. Um <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, so, <laughs> um, Allison pro- approaches Nick, and she's like, oh, are you going to the dance? Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, yeah. He, he just kind of asks her. So, like, good for her. Um, Snake walks over to mm-hmm. Amy, and he's like, do you want to go to the dance? And he's being all, like, shy. And they look great together because they're both, like, blonde and redhead yes. and also wearing bright, bright colors. Also mm-hmm. known as having no idea what really works with their complexions and hair color because – Amy is a blonde with, like, a bright yellow sweater, and Snake is a ginge mm. with, like, all of the colors of the rainbow on. I'm like, you guys look crazy. <laughs> he's like, the more colors, the better. Yeah, he's like, yeah, how, how are the girls going to notice me if I don't wear the brightest colors in the rainbow? And it's like, Snake, you're 12 feet tall. Like, mm-hmm, <laughs> you are so mm-hmm. tall. Um, but Amy's like, yeah, like, can't wait. Um, after school... Blaine is waiting for Erica, and, you know, the girls are all excited. They're like, oh, my God, look at his car. Like, she's having a great time, and she's going to go on a date with him to the movies. And Alexa and Lucy are just, like, fucking, like, dying. But, again, Heather is still standing there just like, <laughs> I love how Erica's Heather going on goes. a date, but she had an abortion. Like, God. She's a fucking bridge troll. I, how- I hate her. As Erica, like, is, like, giddy, like, running away, like, literally she jumps into Blaine's arms. And I'm like, you guys literally met, like, a day ago. She lucky but, got like, him. I got her. <laughs> Listen, it's it's a gamble sometimes. Um, but <laughs> Heather, as she, like, yells after Erica, what time are you going to be home? And then she's like, oh, um, I told mom around, like, 1030. It's like, Heather, like, why... Why are you like this? <laughs> why? <laughs> why do you have to be like this? You're literally being so fucking weird. Like, you're everyone's excited for you. You're literally like your sister's running to go hang out with her new like boy toy, and you're like, "What time are you gonna be home?" Like, that's so lame. You look so, so fucking weird. Fucking lame. Like, she should have been like, "Okay, mom, like, go." Yeah, Heather, I shut wish up. she would have done like, that. Leave the fuck alone. Ugh, God, yeah. she's the worst. Um, Allison tells Amy about, she's like, yeah, I'm going to the dance with Nick. Like, I'm going to ask him to pluck his, um, you know, brow before. We'll see if he does it. Please. <coughs> Pretty please. <coughs> um, and Amy tells Allison that Snake asked her. So, like, they're like, yeah, we're going to go. We both have dates. It's great. But Allison is salty. Yay. And Allison's like, <laughs> so um, salty. okay, wow. Like, you betrayed me. Like, I love, I love Snake so much. Have you, you've known <laughs> That he's my first and only love. Like, how dare you? And Amy's like, what? And I'm like, Amy, honestly, y'all both stupid. Girl code. <laughs> y'all both dumb as hell. You're both dumb. Because Allison, you should have been honest with your best friend about who you liked. And also, Amy, like, you know, you, you know your bitch is lying, at, lying to you. Come on. 
when you, when she told you that she was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I'm like totally over Snake. Like I don't even think about him anymore. Like you fucking know. You fucking know that you're, she's not over him. She's actually deeply in love with him and like is like Loki stalking him. You know. But I think the though, fact that So we could also say her, that Allison might not even like Snake. It's just that it's that ownership like like no, I like him. Like she, my Allison, might also very well not oh, yeah. like him at all, and just is just being that that's fr- that person who's like that's true. pisses on a guy and thinks that they now own him forever. Hmm. Yeah, and I think the fact that Snake asked her and not like the other way around, she probably thought it was like okay, like she wasn't like seeking out Snake. It just happened to happen that he asked her. You know, yeah. So she'd be like, "Oh, like she, she'll probably be fine." Yeah, <laughs> boy, was she wrong. Um, <laughs> Barty and Scooter are talking about marine animals again because they don't want to ever have dates. And Dorothy encourages Tessa to ask again, but she's like, "No, I can't." So Dorothy literally asks Scooter for her, and I was like, "Boundaries, Dorothy. Boundaries, like." She knows she doesn't know them. But also, Dorothy is like Nancy in the making. She's like a little Nancy. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, like, <laughs> Nancy is Dorothy's, like, mentor. Like, <laughs> she, <laughs> like we, we're just waiting for that, for that C-plot. But, like, you know that's most definitely happening. Dorothy's like, listen, when I graduate and go to she like you know dorothy's going to or um nancy's going to one of those like um undergrad med school like they're combined it's like a five or six year program where you can like it's like you can basically jam pack everything into like one Mm -hmm. like undergrad program she's like already going she already got accepted she like probably is walking in as a sophomore with all our AP credits. And Nancy's like, you know, Dorothy, when I leave this school, I need someone to take my place. Because honestly, once I leave, if no one's taking my place, the school will far, fall apart in two hours. The school like, will, I do the school will, like, will, will erupt into flames like our previous school when I graduated. I'm, and I didn't have a protege. I mean, That's what happened. <laughs> I, miss, I miss one dance at Degrassi. And the school literally caught on fire. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think Nancy was at the dance either, now that I think of it. She probably like, wasn't. It literally caught on fire. No, she's actually taking nope. the entrance exams for that program. You know she was. You know she, you know she was. She's was, she was doing that. And so she's been, she's been mentoring Dorothy. And Dorothy's like, all right, I'm going to put this into practice. I'm going to help my girl Tessa get a date with Scooter. Mm-hmm. And Tessa's not stepping up to the plate. So I need I need to I need to step up for her. Mm. You know? Yeah. I need to get this shit done. And she does. <coughs> and Tessa didn't want her help. But you have a date now, don't you? So just saying. So. I'm just saying. <laughs> um. Erica comes home a little bit later than she said. Heather's like, oh, what happened to 10.30? And Erica's like, dad already lectured me. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm home. Yeah. Um, and Erica's like, you know, she's excitedly talking about her date. You know, you think at this point Erica will learn to never tell Heather anything. Because this is not the first time. I mean, she pre-abortion, Heather has been like this of like, just a hater. Mm-hmm. She's a hater. Okay? Like, she's fucking hater. hater. She's like, you know what she's like? She's um. Heather is Angelina from Jersey Shore. 
Oh shit! I straight yes, hater. She is straight hater. Like you know, just like cock blocking, like over here, just like not having, like not a good time. She's a fucking hater, and that's what she is. And um, all the use in this house, all use in this house. Yes, because like, like Angelina, like Heather and, and Angelina, really will just be sitting there, like, oh, like who's that? Who's that you brought home? Who's that? They're trashy. I'm classy. It's like okay, shut up, like. Go fix your you hair. You just said that no one wants to fuck you, and you're so insecure. You're that so you don't want to go out and find someone insecure. Um, but Erica's like, "Oh my god, Blaine, kiss me!" And she's so excited, like you know, doing the the fun post date thing that mm-hmm. she should be able to do. But Heather's like, "No, no, what, Heather. what about Jason?" <laughs> and Erica's just like. What like she's like? What is the big? Like, what is the fucking deal? <laughs> and Heather, Heather like slut shames Erica. Basically, she's like, "Oh, I first this happens yeah. with Jason, and now you just moved on, and now like you're just doing this again. Like, you know, you're gonna make another mistake. Like, she's you know, she doesn't really go full full speed ahead, but she is implying like the Jason thing yeah. happened, and now you're just like dating again. And it's like, and Heather's like, okay, um, Erica's like, okay, pulls her card. And she's like, okay, how about you making out with Wheel? You guys are like full on horizontal at the, like the party. <laughs> like, what? Like, girl, what are you talking about? Like, at least, at least when me and Blaine make out, we're in his car. We're not in our front of front porch, fucking getting finger banged in front of the whole class. <laughs> like, girl. And Heather's all like, well, I I've known Wheels for that. years. Like, bitch, who cares? <laughs> A finger bang is a finger bang. Oh, my God. Listen, Heather Heather (laughs) is that girl. Heather is that girl that that does all the same fucked up shit, but, like, somehow justifies it because it's like, oh, well, like, you know, like, where it's like, you know, they're getting blackout drunk. They're, like, fucking all around. But, like, they're like, well, you know, it was with so-and-so. Like, it's... (laughs) Instead of them them doing the same shit, they're like, well, you know, um, I only did it with one guy. Or like, you know, I was having a bad day, so I needed to drink. But it's like they're doing all the same shit that, that you are, the but outca- then they're like the shaming you about it. The outcome is literally the same, bro. Like, it's the same uh-huh. outcome. Like, <laughs> what does it matter that you've known Wheels love- for years? And Wheels dumped you. I, you know what? That's probably – Erica's too nice because me <laughs> – me and you know actually these twins they're not written as true gemini's because true gemini will fucking pull your car and will <laughs> hit low but like yeah at least when i make out with blady call me back bitch <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> i would do it because she's doing too much she's doing way too much I'm like oh bitch really yes. okay i'm about to hit you below the belt oh. <laughs> leave the fuck alone but erica <laughs> erica was literally like when <laughs> she was like calling her out for wheels she was like, "You? What'd she say?" She was like, "You were literally making out with his with his tonsils or something." She's like, "You were like licking his like, tonsils in front of everybody." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We love like, Erica <laughs> because again, that was that was a very like not we think of Heather. Heather is like the prude, and that's like Heather. Heather does one thing like she's like going full like she goes from zero to one hundred like in seconds and it's like what happened to you heather like who is this mm-hmm. and yeah but she she's just doing the most the most and, and erica is basically like <sighs> ready to move she seems like she's pretty much ready to move on like with her life and heather 
is result is really like determined to stay mm -hmm. upset about this thing that did not happen to her (laughs) you know okay tell me if you if you've experienced this person before Mm -hmm. so it's i feel like this has happened in a lot of like girl like girlfriend relationships Mm -hmm. where it's like you'll Something will happen, whether it be, like, you made a mistake or you, like, were hurt somehow or whatever it is, like, that happened in the past that was difficult for you. And then, and then, but, like, you've moved on, you're, like, in a different place, whatever. It could, it could be so many things. Um... But then you have that one friend that, like, always, like, brings it up and is, like, they're trying to come across as, like, concerned and, like, just looking out for your well-being. But, like, then they, like, just... But at the same time, you're, like, I'm an adult. I can, like, still take care of myself. Like, I don't need you, like, policing me. And, like, mm-hmm. like consistently, like, like, hovering and, like, watching or, like, bringing stuff up that doesn't need to be brought up. Like, just, like, <laughs> let me live my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had or, like, experienced someone like that? I mean, I've, like, I've, see- I've seen it in, like, other people. Like, I've seen, like, another person be like that to, like, one of my friends. And I'm like, ooh, that's weird. I have. You know, I, w- I had to think a little bit about it because I think – He's also someone I'm not friends with anymore. Not because of this, but because right, they're yeah. my crazy old roommate, Rebecca. She had those tendencies. <laughs> and the irony of it, too, is that she was fuck messy as hell and would do a lot of fuck shit. Yeah, And then it was like this, too. And it was like, okay. Yes, I have, I have had a friend like that who – and all it did was just make me, like, kind of push away from that person. But I have had a friendship where, like, mm-hmm. they would bring up stuff, like – like she always wanted to she was the kind of person who like would try to tell you like what she sees like how she observes about you and it's like i didn't ask you like mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't ask you to psychoanalyze yeah. me or be like or like like give me a deep dive of who i am it's like because it, i didn't ask it, they're trying to come across as like supportive but it but it's actually just judgment yeah it was just really judgy and also this person rebecca i already said her name we weren't we did weren't when i yeah. think about our friendship we were friends probably for a total of two to three years it's a very short-lived friendship when i think of like mm-hmm. i mean i'm talking to a very old friend you and marley are like my oldest yeah. friends so i have i'm i'm definitely not i don't have a hard time keeping friends for years but it was like someone who i only knew for like two to three years total who was like really trying to like give me a read of who i am and i was like okay you don't really know me that way you don't know me as well as you think (laughs) you know me like and i'm Mm. I'm a pretty guarded person too like i will let people in but i always still kind of i keep my boundaries because Mm -hmm. i'm just like i you know we're not everybody's your best friends like immediately so it was kind of like this person who would do that and like bring up like kind of try to bring up old stuff and it was like okay you've known me a total of two years and you think you like know me like so well like, you really don't like you know what i allow you yeah. to know so pump the yeah. brakes sis <laughs> come on now yeah and i feel like heather's, Heather heather's is that. giving that kind of vibe mm-hmm. where it's like in in their kind of situation like it's like okay you're you're taking this one moment in my life that yes was was difficult at the time and affected me but like i'm in a different place now and you're like you you don't have to like keep on 
like bringing me back down to that place like if i've moved on yeah like especially because it feels like as much as heather is like saying she worries about erica and probably does means her sister it does feel like you are in that negative space and you're trying your best to make sure erica Mm -hmm. is too so you can have that feeling like we're both doing this again the weird unhealthy twin thing where it's like we're both traumatized we're both having a hard time it's like no, Erica has moved on. And maybe she's moved on because she experienced it weird, right? And it's almost that weird thing where, like, she yeah. went through this horrible thing that really caused her a lot of turmoil. But it, it, because she went through it and had to deal with it, yeah, she's able to move on. And Heather's is, like, this weird fantasy of what it is. Um, the next scene, yeah. we have her having another – oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to quickly say, <laughs> I think later in the episode um, – Erica mentions like, oh, like, you know, because we've, we've, she's mentioned it before in previous episodes as well about, you know, talking to a counselor and like processing and going through that. And I think, you know, like, you know, yes, Heather and and Erica are twins and you know what, Heather probably could have benefited to talking to someone too, because I think, you know, with her beliefs of what she thinks is right and wrong, I think it probably would have been helpful for her to talk to someone too. Yeah. Um, and to to be like and again an outside third party to like validate her feelings and be like yeah you know like it's it's okay for you to be wanting to support your sister but also like disagree with that what 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 she actually did mm-hmm. and like help her like process through all those thoughts because again because the result of not talking to someone about this is nine months later you're still like full-on ptsd like for Full something that you didn't on. actually go through having like vietnam flashbacks <laughs> like she's happy. <laughs> like come on like you hear like all along the watchtower playing as she has this other dream about that abortion mm-hmm. lady don't kill your baby but this time <laughs> erica also wakes up and hears heather like no no don't do it don't do it and she wakes heather up mm-hmm. i guess it's really just her catholic guilt because remember heather also was like the priest yeah. said this so i guess she's like dealing with i don't know heather needs to like just fucking she's a read like chicken soup for the soul or something (laughs) chicken soup for the teenage soul um parentheses your sister had an abortion your twin sister had an abortion get the fuck over it (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah you didn't have it your sister did stop yeah like you're really like doing the mostest um so after like she wakes up um this is when we find out yes that it's been nine months of the abortion and Heather's like, do you ever want to regret it? Like, it's your baby would have been born now. <laughs> and Erica, I love that Erica says, I regret getting pregnant, but not the getting abortion. Pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it is what it is. Like, I've been seeing I my counselor. That. I'm like, I've worked through it. Like, I've I've moved on. Like, I I, I have to live a life. Like, I can't, like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. I thought that they did that very well because mm-hmm. I think, I think again the storyline a lot in TV and the portrayal of uh, showing um, women having abortions is it's consistently a story of like oh they had an abortion and then they're just like traumatized for the rest of their life they're like the Heather yeah <laughs> you know where it's like where but so I liked that they because again this is a continuation of a storyline that we had in the past. Of like you know, I obviously like uh, Erica went through a lot. You know the the bullying, the harassment, on top of the fact of 
just going through the experience of of um terminating a pregnancy and and so I liked that they like just showed her like having a life and just like that being in her life but like not not like not um, being her life extremely exactly yeah but and 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 that's where i take issue is that like the grassy kind of undermined itself because they did that awesome thing that you just said which is like i like that we get to see erica like kind of being herself again and and i guess it's good that we try to do an episode where we bring it up again just to kind of see where she is because we've seen her mm-hmm. but she's kind of like you know periphery so we haven't really seen what she's up to but then they undermine it by yeah. like we have to do the guilt thing that like yeah. everyone else does and then you make it about heather and it's like why are you like <laughs> like if you're gonna do the guilt thing then you might as well just like be like fuck it let's make her feel guilty or let's make her regret it or let's make her or or better yet let's just like Maybe she doesn't regret it. Maybe she realizes it's been nine months now. And now she's thinking, what if? She doesn't regret it. And then she comes exactly. to the terms with, you know what? I did what I did. And this is the choice I made. And it's fine. And we resolve it that way. And that'd be the end of it. But for all intents and purposes, we really resolved this abortion story already. To like bring it up again just for Heather to be like sad. It's weird. It's just like really like, okay, like I guess, sure. Like, yeah. You know, and again, I or I wish they would have been more obvious in their kind of like, Heather. You mean what? Stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Heather, <laughs> you're like, it's, it's not, I wish they would have been more obvious in being like, this is not like, uh, what, what am I saying? Um, like, whatever happens to someone else's body is none of your business. Mm-hmm. Like, so stop, like, stop making this about you. And I wish that's, they would have. That's exactly <laughs> it. Stop making it. About stop that. making it about you. It's fine that you have your feelings, I guess. Like, I, I'm being very hard on yeah. Heather, but I guess, yes, her feelings <laughs> are her feelings. Right. But like, you're really yes. projecting them on someone else and you're making their trauma about yes. you. And that's yes. fucking, that's fucked up. It's, it's really, it's a mean, it's mean. Don't do that to somebody. Yeah, and I, w- I I wish Degrassi for this episode would have been more obvious in kind of like pointing out that like <laughs> Heather like shut the fuck up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like they were they were obvious more obvious about that. I wish they would have been. Yeah, yeah. They're not perfect like us. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, can't always be us. They can try. They can but... try, but they'll never make it. <laughs> Um, Erica talks about playing to Heather and I'm like why are you still even talking to her about it like let her like don't talk to her don't talk to she her have known. Like, just let, don't even bring it up anymore and she's still being weird about it and she like fills Lucy and Alexa in about the date and like oh the dance is gonna be tonight and they're like so excited for her um, Barty takes Scoots into a vacant art room and he's like I'm gonna teach you how to slow dance my man if you're gonna go to these dances you know how to dance and Barty's so weird he's like you don't even need music. It's just it's just counting. It's all math, really. And like, uh, oh no! Someone get this boy out of here. Oh, so she te- no. he teaches Scooter the most awkward waltz, and I'm like, Barty, it's 1990. The kids aren't really waltzing. <laughs> he is so far removed from reality. He's so like, removed. Like the kids aren't waltzing to you too. Like, no, sir. Mm-hmm. But while they're dancing, Luke peeks in and sees them dancing, and 
calls Clutch over and they laugh. Because I feel like that's like a such a common trope of this era. Like, oh, two boys are dancing. <laughs> like, oh my God. Or like someone walks in, like they're like they're like practicing, like asking someone out on a date and then someone walks in and it's like, whoa, uh-huh. like, okay, gay. Are you gay? Okay, whoa, it's gay. <laughs> and like, pause, man. Like it's always some bullshit. Um, yeah. So it's the night of the dance and the girls are getting ready. Erica is, you know, she's got her black and white as always, red belts. She's mm-hmm. looking great. Um, Heather looks like a glittery witch. <laughs> like she looks terrible. I don't know what that outfit was. She there's so many there's so much extra fabric that's just there to flutter in the wind that I'm like, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Like she's like, I need more fabric. I need to cover up. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not I'm, a whore. I'm a Christian. I'm not a whore like my sister. In <laughs> <laughs> her polka dots. Um, yeah. uh, at the dance, Blaine and Heather are dancing together, and they sneak away. And we also see Tessa and Scooter go out onto the dance floor and do this really weird waltz. And Tessa does not seem like she's having fun, and neither is anyone else. Everyone's staring at them like, what is happening? Oh. This weird box step over here. Because <laughs> <It's, laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, it's. It's a waltz, but then it's like, here is, this is how Bartholomew probably watched a documentary about how, <laughs> how to waltz. And, and they like, literally are like, they take up so much space trying to, it's like, one, two, three, four, one, two. It's like, so fucking awkward. It's a, it's, it's a terrible looking box step. And it's, it was like a slow-ish song. So it was just, it was all over the place. And mm-hmm. Poor Tessa. She was like, oh, this is not going anywhere after tonight. Yeah, she's like, I'm not ever talking to this boy again, which is smart. She's like, I'm just, yeah. next time you see me, I'm going to fuck Joey Jeremiah. Spoiler, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> in the bathroom, Allison is wearing this gigantic scarf on her head. And Amy shows up and she's wearing the same sweater she wore to school to the dance. And I was like, ew, like, that's a faux pas. Come on, like girl. girl, you have other sweaters. Like change. Um, You're an outfit repeater. Yeah, that's how we know they're not cool. Because like, oh yeah, we're like the pot girls. Mm. You wore the same sweater you wore to school. You didn't change your outfit. Ugh. Come on, posers, posers. Um, so they have this like stupid argument where like they each borrow each other's clothes a lot and they decide like, hey, I want this back. I want this back because they're beefing and they're like taking off all their clothes and then some girls walk in and then they realize how silly they look and they laugh and it's just like okay, like. <laughs> I also Who cares? <laughs> this scene was very weird because like it w- it it seemed like this the beginning of a porn where it's like <laughs> two girls like arguing and then like like each they're like, Well that was mine, you need to take that off and they're like each like taking off clothes and they're like angry at each other and then like it like it looked like it was the beginning of like a girl on girl porn or something like where they were like about to like like in in anger and lust like fuck each other or something it was so weird it was really weird i agree like i i definitely didn't get the porn vibes but i did think it just was like awkward and like like i think they were trying to be like really funny like oh my god like these girls are like now give me that and like they realize oh we're being babies when they're like other girls walk in but it was very like like just punch each other. <laughs> like again, just like, bite. Get, at least like like 
<laughs> yeah, pull each other's hair, fight already. Yeah, Amy, just kick with. her ass, man. What's all this bullshit? Like, just take her outside to the fucking dance Thank and you. kick her ass. That's what I want to see. Fucking claw her. We want to see a girl fight. Yeah, man. Um, Heather goes looking for Erica at the dance because we'd seen the Erica and Blaine kind of, you know, sneak off together. And Erica and Blaine are making out in the stairwell very innocently. They're like, it's, they're just kissing and kissing. It's not even like that intense. Thank you. I love that the school at dances like leaves everything wide open so the kids can just find all kinds of places and crevices to like fuck because that definitely happened in schools. They would just leave the whole school open for you to go anywhere at like an after school like, thing. We know y'all about to fuck. So here you go. Yeah. I'd rather you do it at home I than out this- in the world. This scene gave me so much um, secondhand embarrassment um, and cringe when, like, Heather's, like, she's, she looks so desperate. Like, she, like, can't go to the dance and have fun. Okay, you know who, you you know who Heather is. Heather is that girl that is, like, the cock block when you're, like, going out with girls and then, like, one of you, like, is talking to someone and, like, you're not drunk, you're just, like, I mean, like, you're, like, obviously, like, drinking, but you're not, like, yeah. blackout drunk, like, about to, like, get into a weird situation. <laughs> you're just talking to someone. And then that one friend that's, like, hey, like, we're we're all getting ready to go. Like, I think we should go. Like, yes. but no one's wanting to leave. <laughs> and they're, like, trying to, like, find and, like, round everyone up. And, like, everyone's having a fun time, but, like, that one friend is, like, being, like, weird and, like, trying to, like, end things for you. Oh, my God. It's like, get out of my face. Yes, it's, like, it's, like, 1130, and we're all, like, having a fun time, and they're, like, literally, like, okay, we came together, so we have to leave together. It's, like, it's 1130, Mom. Like, can we – can I finish my drink? Like, go – oh, my God. I Yeah. Heather is that, and it was very embarrassing because she bursts in. She literally, I thought she was going to like, like, not, kind of just like open the, no, she fucking kicks the door open, might as well have. And she's like, oh, moving a little fast, aren't we? And poor Blade, it's just like, <laughs> did Blade even know that Heather was a twin? Was he like, but she, was he like, she, I thought that too. I was like, what? There's, there's two of you. Wait. <laughs> or he thought it was the beginning of a porno and he's like, Ooh, okay like <laughs> twins like i don't know it's like she bursts in and she's like moving a little fast aren't we and she's like oh what about jason like you're gonna you're gonna fuck up again aren't you whore like she's like <laughs> she basically she must have so just screamed awkward. like erica you had an abortion you're gonna have another abortion with blaine and blaine's gonna be like you're pregnant and she's like no we haven't sex you dummy I- <laughs> i was i was waiting for her to say that because honestly i was like she she has completely lost it because again like she's like having this conversation. I'm sure people are like hearing it in the hallway, and Blaine's like, "What the fuck?" Like I, he, he's like, you know, I'm I'm in grade eleven. I'm mature. I don't need this. I'm drama the cool in my life, new okay? guy who transferred. Like I don't need to have this drama. Like I'm just trying to have fun. All right, mm-hmm. my dad's in the army. Okay, exactly. I travel all over. Like I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And you're really harshing you. my buzz right now. Um, I I got very <laughs> 90s and I wrote my notes. Are we supposed to be on Heather's side because she is straight bugging? Because she really is straight bugging in this fucking bit. Oh my god! And she's god, like, all yes. you care about is yourself, you selfish whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's so 
like again like this is alpers she's like saying all this stuff and it's like where is this coming from what do you mean it's all about me like no one asked you to come here heather like <laughs> i'm sure i'm, I'm, I'm positive erica was so confused of like what are you talking like you, so imagine confused. like one minute you're just making out and next minute someone, somebody like shoots with a shotgun the door open that's what it felt like and it's like it's all about you mm. isn't it you moved on so fast but it's your sister and you're like <laughs> what you sound like an ex-lover oh like an God. angry jealous ex-lover and it's like you're my, literally my twin. I know. It's like... Calm down. <laughs> it, it's that level of codependency where they're like, what is it? When, <laughs> when that level of codependency where it's like, it, the level of intimacy that you have is like, it's it's like so like bordering almost sexual intimacy but then that would be incest but like the level of intimacy that they're implying that they should have is like very uncomfortable you know yeah if you're an outsider if you're fucking blaine blaine sat there and sees this exchange and he's like did you guys date is that your sister? Because <laughs> like, she's talking yeah, like in a way very that very confused. Is, yeah, because she's like, you've moved on so fast. All you think about is yourself. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like what happened between you two? Like what? Yeah, Blaine's like, gosh. He's like, I don't want to know what's happening in that household. They're fucking weirdos. These two. And they dress alike. He's like, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At home, Erica gets home, like, Heather's in bed being fucking in her fifis. And Erica asks Heather yeah. about the abortion. And she's like, so, like, why is, like, is it still bothering you? Like, you know, clearly it's still bothering you. Like, why? What's going on? Yeah. And Heather says some fuck shit along the lines of, sorry, I'm not like you. You have no feelings and you just got along with life. And it's like, Heather, do you, and this is oh where, God. like, you know, the your analysis of Heather is spot on and started to make me feel, like, empathy for her, kind of. But then she says shit like that where it's like, do you yeah. think that you're, you were there? Like, you saw Erica, like, was deeply distraught getting this abortion because she, too, grew up yeah. in the same household as you and, and, and knows what she was taught and feels some type of way. Then it was bullied. And, like, harassed. People yeah. probably definitely know about this abortion because she's getting abortion propaganda put on her locker yeah. and fought someone in school over it. You really think have Erica just does not care. And it's, like, just, like, did not <laughs> – Right. Was not affected by this. But you, who just walked her to the, the place, that's who is so hurt. <laughs> like, are you, are you insane? Like <laughs> – I know. I know. Heather – Heather's out here being like, Erica, you always think it's about you. And it's like, no, Heather, you always think it's about you. Like, you literally you're think you're a, about I, you. You really are thinking my abortion is about you. <laughs> like, let's unpack it. And Erica's like, of course. Like, I, like, she's like, yeah, I know you were there, but I lived it. Like, I had to mm-hmm. go through it. Like, do you not get it? And Heather feels guilty because she's like, I felt I like I helped to kill a person. And it's like, Okay, like, yeah, I, again, I get that she believes that, but, like, you are react. there's, there's a very big difference of, like, feeling guilty of, like, did we kill a person versus, like, we killed a person, I'm the only person who cares about it, because Erica doesn't give a fuck, like, it's, like, that's very different, and it's, like, Heather is, like, in a different, she's in a league of her own, and not in a fun way, um, (laughs) 
Not in no. a cute way. No Tom Hanks. There's no t- there's no crying in abortion, Tether. <laughs> there, there are no crying in abortions that aren't yours, Heather. Like, come on. Thank Get you. The fuck over yourself. Like, um, again, at the at the end of the day, Heather, whatever you're feeling are your feelings, but you have got to stop projecting them onto other people. Like, it's insane. Um, so Erica suggests that, like, she's like Heather, maybe you should go talk to my counselor. <laughs> Because it's clearly like, and Heather, Erica actually is. T- Heather doesn't believe in therapy. Yeah, she doesn't. She's gonna. She wants to pray on it. <laughs> no. But Erica really like the maturity she shows, and like she's like angry. And honestly, if she got angry, she'd be justified. I'm like, yeah, I would probably be fucking fucking pissed. But also, she went to therapy about it, and probably also is she's grappled with it and has grown clearly. And she's just like, maybe yeah. you should go see the the counselor because like. I don't know about you. I I tend you to keep up. doing hot girl shit. Like I'm not stopping. <laughs> I am not stopping. Hello. Okay. Like Blaine and I, despite you fucking acting crazy, Blaine and I are gonna go out tomorrow night, and I might give my hand job. So you need to fucking figure that out. <laughs> I'm about to. I'm still on my hot girl. It's almost summertime, sis. Like. I'm about to get a hot girl Hello. summer out here. Like, so you need to go see a therapist. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. Because <laughs> I don't want you shaming me coming back home at all hours. Because I will okay? be sneaking through that window I'm and gonna, I need you to fucking cool it. <laughs> I'm going to need you to cool it. I may need you to cover for me a few nights out of the week. Okay. Yeah. So you need to get your shit together, Heather, so I can live my hot girl summer yeah. life. Okay. okay. And the episode ends. Like, it just ends. Like, it ends. Like, it just kind of like, okay. Yeah. They're hugging each other. And Erica's like, fuck. Can't wait to go away to college so I can leave this bitch behind me. If I can leave this loser. Oh, God. I can't wait to have, I, can, and, I can't wait till I Heather, have another abortion. I'm like, next abortion I have, Heather, I'm not telling you about it. Because you don't know how to handle. Oh my gosh, I'm never telling you again. Yes, <laughs> it's like no, but like, like but really but, though, but she's I, doing the most. <laughs> and I, I, but I did like. I think Erica when they were like kind of going back and forth, Heather and Erica. Um, I, I like that. Erica at one point because I think Heather's like, oh, like you know, what if this happens again? Like you know, like it's just gonna happen again, but happened with jason and heather goes do you not think i like learned like how to not let this happen again right i'm sorry erica's like like, oh do you know how like sex works Uh, she doesn't know how sex. she doesn't know i wish erica had been like i literally got an iud after my abortion like it's not happening again like trust like don't worry about me matter of fact worry about yourself again let's not forget you got finger painted for everyone so worry about you I got this shit on lock. Okay. I already told you I'm on some hot girl shit. So, like, I'm on some hot girl shit, but I'm also on some smart girl shit, okay? My shit is protected. I'm Thank good. You. I'm insured, mommy. Okay, don't worry about me. <laughs> don't fucking worry. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. YouTube? <sighs> let's let's go on over to YouTube and see <laughs> what, the, what the kids had to say. Um... So as yeah, we already read the comment earlier about um, well, they're Amy and Allison. Is that the yes? 
Yes. Um, and as Sneak quoted, the Herbie from three years ago quoted, which Sneak already quoted today, um, from, uh, what's her name? The, the Arthur lookalike. Oh. Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah, Dorothy. 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 <laughs> Wake up and smell the coffee, Tessa. It's the 90s. And it's like, okay. Wake up and smell the absinthe. Yeah, it's the 90s. Tessa, it's the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> there we go we got the flap is back <clears throat> um so sake from fears ago says i am so sick of these damn sisters being the worst to each other <laughs> listen we're sick of it too yeah okay we're sick of it too um they need to go to like twin couples therapy that's what they, they really do um I am Joe Boo from two years ago says, Heather's a plunger. She's always bringing up old shit. Which is <laughs> <laughs> very true. That person was so proud of themselves. So proud. So proud. Um, and then um, Dwayne Reed from three years ago says, damn, Heather was always up in her sister's business. It's like she can feel her her twin's hormones. You know what? I think Heather likes to believe that. She probably is like, we have um, whatever she's feeling, I feel. And it's like, uh, I think you're just, I, I, I think you're just a little bit too involved. Oh my God, this, the you mental illness, if too. like Heather like is has lied to herself that she like also experienced an abortion but like spiritually like <laughs> get mm, seek no, help she says that Heather, shit. seek help <laughs> um talkspace.com um betterhealth.com like get something okay? you got free healthcare out there go get some go get a therapist sweet come on like come on but that's all we've got for YouTube today. Great. I love that people agree with us. I love it when the YouTube comments are like, yeah, everyone's insane. Yes, Anika and Lauren. Yeah. Yes, they're just like constantly agreeing with everything we say. We, we love, love it. it. Um, which brings us to our ranking system. Out of 40, Trapper Keepers, 90s Canadianess. Um, well, we did get someone say, literally say, it's the 90s. So... <laughs> it's it's the nineties. Um we also had uh what was the other thing that I thought of? Not really nothing really stood out too much besides that and Yeah, not that not much else really, I think. Yeah, you're right, yeah, not much else. Um well, I'd say like maybe a six, just because of the it's the nineties. We're nineties. We're nineties girls. We got like a blatant. You know that when Sex and <laughs> when Sex and the City finally comes out, Dorothy's like it's gonna be her gig. Like she's gonna fucking love Sex and the City. She's like, oh my god. Dorothy's like, I'm such a Carrie. I'm like, sure you are, sweetie. Um, <laughs> you keep thinking that, um, Dorothy. You're Miranda. <laughs> so hate to break it to you. You're literally you're a redhead. redhead and. <laughs> kind of boring um so fashion <laughs> um i mean we had a lot of like we had a lot of a variety of looks nothing really stood out too much mm-hmm. but like we had a lot of we had a 
Like, I'm, and everyone was giving us looks kind of throughout the episode. I know that sweater that Amy wore, that yellow sweater with the bobbles, I definitely had in the 90s as a little mm-hmm. kid. I had, mine was pink. I had a pink, yep. I hated it because I hated wearing pink. My mom thought I looked cute. So I would wear this like sweater and it had little like bobbles on it. The 90s loved a 3D sweater. A textured sweater, you know? yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. They're like, Oh, you want you want a cable knit sweater where we're gonna we're gonna knit some extra braille bubbles on here so you can you can read me when you touch my sweater. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just so, so silly. But like but true. It's like, oh, you want a sweater? Um yep. we're gonna give you it's gonna have it jumping out at you. You don't even need glasses for it. Yep. It'll just slap you in the face. Nope. Um yeah, the, the fashion moments, despite it being a dance episode, there weren't really that many that stood out. So I would I would say a no. six as well. It was like, it was fine. I, I agree. Fashion was cool. Acting. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I might give it a five. Like, mi- like literally middle of the road. Yeah, I think... Um, I think Heather's point of view soured us so much that even if she had done a good cry, and she didn't do, like, Heather, the actress, tried to do, like, a really emotional, like, fraught face, and it was really ugly. And it's, like, a really mean thing to say, but she, like, was doing, like, she was trying to do the Elizabeth Moss, but, like, it was mm-hmm, too much. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Moss loves an ugly face. Like, she loves to, like, pull, like, a agonized face to the camera, but it works for her. And I feel yeah. like Heather was, like, exactly. was definitely channeling her from the future, but she just looks, oh, like, terrifying. Mm. She looks less sad and more, like, she was <laughs> shitting herself. So, um. <laughs> and we also, like, we were, like, we're, like, get over it, Heather. Stop. Stop. I want to slap her. Stop <laughs> fake crying. Crocodile tears out of my face. <laughs> um, last but not I least, know. plot. Did it go there? Did it go there? I think to some extent it did because we got a continuation of a pretty hard-hitting episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, no. Because outside of that, it was a school dance episode. Yeah. So it definitely didn't go there. Um uh, no, it wasn't really hard hitting. It was kind of like, again, I think our our feelings about Heather <laughs> this episode, yeah. like, are like giving us our opinion about it. But like, it kind of was just like, okay, like Heather, you're trying, like you, like this episode is like Heather trying to make the episode go there with like, look at my feelings, aren't they valid? And it's like we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> and also, like, we, um, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think. That the plot did not serve the character at all. Like, yes, just to reiterate, that's very I feel like they just undid character development, which is bad. It's, it's really yeah. bad. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, like, I obsess over it now. So, like, for my writing fellowships, I've been working on, like, my pilots and shit. So, I've just, I've just been, like, yeah. you know, well, I've always kind of looked at TV and stuff, like, just very closely. But that kind of stuff is frustrating when, like... Not just from like a viewer standpoint, yeah. but it's like, why would you go through the, the 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 trouble of the effort of trying to create like a good character just to unravel it? Like that's so stupid. It's like you literally mm-hmm. knit a bobbled sweater and then you decided I'm done with it and you just pulled the thread and let it all like <laughs> fizzle out. And it's like, why did you do that? Like you you spent days on it. Like what are you? What's up? 
Mm-hmm. It's that. And I feel like they did that with Heather of doing true. that great episode with the abortion and like us getting Heather really like to another point about Heather and the abortion storyline. Before that, Heather was like, yeah, okay, like they kind of split the twins up of like Heather's the the straight laced one, Erica's the fun one. But I think what was so yeah. interesting is that they made Heather kind of stop thinking in such a black and white way because at that point everything was like this is good or this is bad. And it was interesting seeing yeah. like a character kind of be like things are complicated and I need to – you need to kind of like sometimes look past yeah. the ego and like moral judgment that you have to do what is right. And I think that was such a cool yeah. thing that they did and then they just like decided to be like, no, she's going to – literally pout in her room after screaming at her sister about her abortion in front of a guy like that's like (laughs) how are you the victim (laughs) so i would give it a four honestly just because of how like because that a plot is so like god awful and unfortunately the fun the fun of the other two plots which like i didn't love them but at least they were kind of amusing i think it gets like yeah. They kind of it, it, it undermined the episode because they had this bullshit happening. Exactly, I agree. Let's go with the four. It yeah, they've ruined my dance episode, but luckily they did be plenty more. They're so like, dance episodes are so fun on the show. They they dance episodes like consistently rank high, and they did this bullshit with yeah. it. It's like why? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. that leaves us with an episode that has 21 Trapper Keepers. Um, um, which puts Natural Attraction is actually at the... It's it's second to last. last. All in a good cause is worse. But, like, it is... It is also one of the worst episodes from this season, which... Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I think... And, again, it would be one of those ones that, like we'll kind of forget unless we see another like kind of twin dynamic then we'll probably think about it think about it i hope not um, i really hope they don't bring this but... fucking abortion up again and have I, I, like they really oh, I like i'm done that. with this storyline <laughs> i know like erica's erica's past it like we need to let's all move past it you know yeah like everyone's yeah er- exactly erica's moved on we all need to move on <laughs> um Shall we do our soundtrack? Yes. So I believe I'm first this week. So um, I just disregarded the a plot because I was like, we're we're over this. We're past this. Let's let's think about the other parts of this episode. So. I chose and I've been honestly like trying to just find a way to put this person into our playlist already because it's honestly taken too mm-hmm. long. Um, so I, you know, was, I, so I'll tell you, I chose Escapade by Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it's, it's been too long without Janet Jackson You're on right. our playlist and she needed mm-hmm. to be on it. And um, so <laughs> I thought it, uh, you know, it's all about, you know, the dance is this weekend, you know, the stress of school, the stress of like, of, you know, studying <laughs> the, in Erica's case, the stress of um, Heather annoying the shit out of her. She just wants to get away. Yes. 
and like enjoy herself and like do hot girl shit. And, you know, Tessa wants to do hot girl shit. The rest of them need some dates and do some hot girl shit. And let's get away, you know, let's get away with Chad Jackson. So that's why I chose Escapade by Chad Jackson. I love that. Um, a, ni- a nineteen ninety classic, you know. Nice. But what did you, what did you choose, Sadiq? Um, so I did focus on the a plot. It was very hard to find a song. I will say, like for this entire yeah. episode, because like I don't mm. even know, like what. I guess the general theme was like. What was the theme of this episode? Even. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea what the theme was. It was weird. Um, so <laughs> I um I. I this song goes out to Heather. I chose "Mind Your Own Business" by Delta Five because I, I the whole time it's like, oh my god, Heather, like fucking get off of Erica's dick. Like you're doing the most. Like mm-hmm. you're she needs let your sister process this. Like you need to process your own mm-hmm. feelings on your own and stop, you know, entangling both of your emotions. Because it's not helpful for anyone. And like. Heather literally made an entanglement out of the relationship that was not even hers. She really did. Like, she's like, remember Jason? Remember, remember us and Jason? Like, you did not date him. Like, oh my God. You moved on from Jason, who loved us. You moved on from our baby. Like, God. So, yeah, mind your own business, Delta 5. Um, if there was a song called Mind Your Fucking Business, Heather, I would have chosen that one. Ooh, that one. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, be sure to check out our soundtrack. It is on Apple Music and Spotify. Our links are available in the episode. So go ahead and click on that. Listen to some some sick tunes, dude. That's what the kids say. Um, radical. So radical. Um, next time, well, actually, when you hear this, like you said, it will still be 2020, but next time we record, it will likely be the new year. Um, oh my God, finally. Yeah. New year, same me. Um, next week (laughs) we are going, oh my God, the season is almost over. That's insane. That went fast. But we're doing episode 13 next week, testing one, two, three. Joey is diagnosed with dysgraphia, a learning disability. Question, is that the same as dyslexia? Um, I do not know. I think dysgraphia is the written kind because graphia means to write. Uh, dysgraphia is a deficiency in the ability to write primarily handwriting, but also coherence. Yeah, so dyslexia is more of like the... So of bad the- handwriting... No, so the symptom is like poor handwriting and spelling, but um, it's oh, okay. um, it's a writing disorder and like it, it creates like impaired handwriting. It's like I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia, but there is oh okay. there's overlap with that and like dyslexia and stuff, which makes sense. So oh, interesting, yeah, um, interesting. I'm I don't remember. I, I think we're approaching episodes that I have not seen. I don't remember seeing this one. Yep, everything. And is this new. one I've not seen. Um the dysgraphia episode. So I'm interested to see what that's about. And happy to see a Joey episode. We haven't seen like a Joey um centric episode in a while. I know. Where you been, my guy? Um He's been he's been depressed over Caitlin, I guess. Yeah. But as we've already said, like 
we, one, we've come around with Joey a lot. And Joey is also one of the stronger actors in the show. So Joey, Joey heavy episodes, yeah. I think, tend to be pretty, like, solid ones. So I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Yeah, because he can, he can hold mm-hmm. it up. He can carry it. You notice that the synopsis is just that. It's not, there's no other... Also, so-and-so. Meanwhile, it's like, Joey, listen, Joey's like, listen, I carry this show on my back, okay? I did it for 30 years, so. I can't. <laughs> it's a heavy burden. Heavy burden being Joey B. Jeremiah. The B stands for burden. Hmm. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Um, so, guys, keep <laughs> listening. Um, keep laughing. Keep loving. Keep learning. Um. Mm-hmm. that's a bad sign i'm sorry mm-hmm. guys keep listening uh we <laughs> love to I hear like from one. you guys um it's been real can't wait to hear how you all are doing and and i hope you guys have a new a happy new year if you were if when you hear this is 2021 by then have a happy new year happy fucking new mm-hmm. year we earned you know? it make yourself a nice little stiff drink we fucking earned it. perhaps mm-hmm what whatever whatever you your poison is just make that yeah. make it up don't be yourself. so hard on yourself of how di- of, of of if you didn't you know meet your goals this year we all didn't this one this year was a was a uh it was like a a throwaway year it's fine if you didn't meet your goals mm-hmm. rough, it was a rough dra- draft. yes rough draft celebrate this as you survived and i think that's all we can really ask for that you made it you exactly. made it to the to see the end. Um, so as always, we will catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads. <laughs>